This is Kinch Rendell with Your Business Podcast, and this is going to be a review. This is going to be a review of a couple of the mastermind events I've made with Ty Lopez's group. He calls it a business builder. I guess I should say I went out to one of his business builders so far in 2016, and also I went out to his conference that he had in March. So a business builder, which is a group of the people that have paid to be part of his group for a two-day event, and then he had a two-day conference. And each of those times, if you're in the business builder, you get to hang out afterwards and usually show up a little bit early and hear different people speak. I've often heard from people, hey, join a mastermind. The more money you pay, the more interesting it'll be. What Ty's doing to me seems over the top. It's not over the top, but it's, I guess, extraordinary. It's amazing some of the people he's brought in some of the ideas they've given. Some of these people are probably way above where some of us are even thinking of being yet, but still I can tell you some of this applied when I didn't think it would. So I'm going to flip through my notes here and just give you some of the ideas. One of the guys that way above, way, way, way above, Jay Samet. Let me find him here. I turn the page. He has been into the Internet world, Internet businesses, for I want to say 25, 30 years. So I want to say he is 55 or 60 years old, somewhere in that range. And it's at J Samit, S-A-Y-M-I-T. I'm trying to double check exactly where I wrote him down at. Something he brought up that may be way above a level you're thinking right now. It definitely was for me when he first brought this up. He goes, so how many of you think you should have a PR company? Like hire a PR agency. Yeah, right. I, I don't have any clue why I would dare hire a PR agency. And then he goes to explain that, well, when you want to do business with another company and they have a PR agency, like Coca-Cola, and in his case, he was telling us a story about him personally. He goes, well, see, I had this little internet download music company, and I knew that Coca-Cola, maybe they would want to use this. Like you'd twist off their bottle caps and underneath it, you'd get a free coupon to download music from his company. He goes, what I ended up doing was hiring the PR agency that worked with Coca-Cola. Why, he said? Well, so that I could float the idea or have them float the idea to Coca-Cola that they could partner with my company for free downloads. He goes, what happens here is basically I got Coca-Cola to spend about $20 million to market me. And that is incredible because he had a service that could help Coca-Cola and, of course, it also helped him. Th- this is so beyond when he had this concept, one, of a PR agency, and two, of think about who would benefit from your service, your offering. And he was able to go to a point where I'd never really thought, like I've heard some of these concepts before, but l- he took it and showed us how, in several different instances, he was able to do this. And for him, one of the keys was having a PR agency. He thought we should all have a PR agency. So this may not apply to you, but hopefully in the back of your mind, if you're doing something a little bit bigger, for me, I definitely realized, oh, yeah, if I want to do my golf business and want to market with other golf manufacturers, uh aha, that's a place I could actually use something like that. So this was a guy that he said he lived in the neighborhood there with Ty, and Ty's house is over the top, 16,000 square feet. If you watch him on his live events, He'll be out there shooting baskets because he has a basketball court in the back. He'll be running, I don't know, 40-yard dashes or something. We did that. We're up at 2 in the morning doing some of this stuff, kind of crazy. 
All right, just to review, it was Jay Samit, at J-A-Y-S-A-M-I-T. So that was, it was very interesting having somebody like that who said he lived in the neighborhood, heard some about Ty Lopez and figured, hey, I should figure out who this guy is. Oh, yeah, he's the CEO of a company with 700 employees. So I'm pretty sure everybody else there, the 30 of us or so that were there for the mastermind, none of us have any company who are close to that. So I'm out here actually in St. Lucia. And just last night, this couple's retreat, she was pointing out how you should have mentors that are five or six levels above you. Well, Jay Salmon is five or six levels above, for sure, I think all of us that were there, and maybe even in some regards, five to seven levels above Ty Lopez. So he's hanging out and bringing in some of these people that are even bringing him up to different levels. And that's why I actually am spending my time, money, and effort to get to these events, is to do what Ty's recommending quite often. Do you spend a third of your time or any time with people above you or people you want to be like? That's what I see these getaways as. If you're interested in this business builder program, start listening, email them, check that out. If you have any questions, you can get a hold of me. I, I can put you in contact with some people there as well. But it's getting to this different level. It's me being around people that are younger than me, older than me. But some people are just, in my mind, they're killing it. They're making millions of bucks per year. And they're doing things from making t-shirts and selling them online to real estate to flipping businesses. You name it. When you get 30 people, they're doing all kinds of things. One guy wants to make and produce a ninja doll, like a little, looks like a Hello Kitty to me. I mean, you, you just, it was amazing to be there and see the different range of people, businesses, ideas, and just also the learning from all the people that came and presented. So, and another guy that was there, let me get his name right here, he talked about Facebook ads as well as one of his mainline businesses, which is selling t-shirts, and he's really known as the cat guy. He sells other things as well, t-shirt-wise, but it's Justin, I want to say S-E-N-E-R, and you can look him up on, on the internet, find his website. He also has a free webinar every Friday that talks about this, I think, relating to t-shirts. Something he pointed out here, a couple little highlights here, t-shirts. $2.7 million in cat t-shirt sales, I believe he said. He said, what's next after Facebook ads, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube? So he was really going after Facebook ads. And this is something I have really been focusing on, I guess, for the past month or two. We started running some back in 2015, not really knowing what we're doing. I didn't understand the interface nearly as well as I understand Google since we've done that for, it seems like, forever. But I also paid a tutor or paid a consultant to say, hey, spend an hour with me. Here's 100 bucks. Please explain some of the simple stuff to me. Like, how do I run my reports? How do I see what's going on? And Justin had pointed out, as I've heard other people say, oh, start with 5 or 10 bucks a day max for some of these ads. I didn't do that last year with our other company. With Riptide Hosting, we're like, oh, yeah, $100 budget. Okay, do that. Because in Google land, we'll spend over 1000 bucks a month. But with Facebook... What I got thrown from my own personal side is having a business we were working with there that is web hosting. I don't think by us advertising to Facebook for, let's say, remote desktop web hosting, that we're instantly going to get a sale. I believe Facebook is more of a place of finding people who, let's say in our case, have a small business and might be interested in using remote desktop hosting, but they don't necessarily know what it is or have a clue how they would use it. So I'm seeing a bigger bigger, I guess, plan here 
that it, for some businesses and some offerings, you're really going to use Facebook ads as a way to generate leads or to give out education. Think about webinars. Maybe you're going to run Facebook ads to get have webinars where you're basically teaching people what your offering is and teaching them some of the how-tos of that and hopefully, therefore, getting customers eventually, probably not instantly, whereas with Google, when we advertise and somebody clicks on our ad, when they click on it, that's because they're looking for it because they search specifically for it. So realize if you're thinking about Facebook ads and if you've heard a lot of the stuff I have that they're amazing, they're getting great returns, Shailene Johnson keeps saying this, well, they might be for certain aspects or certain offerings and not others. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully we're going to be getting some leads, bang, 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 but maybe not. Some of the little tips that Justin had that he talked about that then the consultant actually taught me a way around this. He was saying, oh, yeah, start small. He goes, all these T-shirts, we might run 10 different T-shirts at 5 buck ads, $5 ads, $10 max ads or max per day. And he goes, we might get one winner that's going to sell. But he said, whatever we do on Facebook, we start really small. And he said, we slowly ramp up. So he suggested, you don't go from $5 to 100 bucks." He goes, if it's working, you might go 5 10 or 5 20 50 He said, once you get to the $100 and $200 a day or a budget range, he goes, if you double it, Facebook has some issues with their algorithms. And all of a sudden, your great campaign that was doing great goes wonky. It's not working anymore. You're not getting those same results and returns that you were. So here's a little pro tip for you. When I was talking to the consultant, I brought that up. said, oh, yeah, there's some challenge. If we get this going well and it's 100 bucks budget and we try to double that, he goes, you duplicate your whole campaign. He goes, you're right. They, they cannot handle that. What you heard is true. Facebook, eventually you get to the $100-$200 budget area and you try to double that and Facebook's algorithm is messing that up. Now, this is what, April 2016? Maybe they're going to figure that out at some point, but currently, if you're doing that and you're spending more and more money on Facebook and what was working well isn't, ax it and say, okay, I'm going to put the budget back there, make sure it's still working, and or tr duplicate that campaign and turn the first one off and then duplicate it again. And the key I realized with Facebook is you don't put one ad out there. And with Google at times, we've gotten lazy and we haven't been doing as much A and B testing or have three and four ads and say run them all equal amount of time or serve them all equally. With Facebook, they said you really need to do that. So we have, at this point, we've gone through a few iterations. We have three different ads. We're talking about remote desktop hosting in the cloud or cloud hosting. So some of these are just pictures of a cloud. One of them is clouds and a beach, and I show a little desktop, and then I show back the beach again. That one's been doing pretty well. But around them is the text. And if you will Google out there, you'll find out that oftentimes the less, less words is best for these advertisements. So it's something I've tried to think about and play with. You can test the same, whichever, once you find a, let's say, oh, this cloud or this imagery works the best. Okay, now try different text with that. So I think those people who are winning on Facebook are doing this. They're putting in the work of creating all these different ads. They're then going after different audiences, which I didn't even mention this yet. The amazing thing, and evidently LinkedIn can do some of this too. We need to turn that campaign back on trying this. I can say I want a 33 to 34-year-old male that likes, not basket weaving, but a CEO of a company with more than 10 employees and whose primary operating system is Windows 10. And I mean, you just keep going and going. Works at Exxon. Works at, 
it, it's kind of impressive how crazy that can be. I should say, not impressive. I'm impressed at how detailed you can go. For some people, like selling t-shirts, they said, who buys t-shirts? Moms. So if you're selling t-shirts, you're really only targeting moms because they do most of the buying. We realized that about 95% of our customers are males. So I ran a little bit of these ads for males and females, and I said, wait up, let's just try to focus this in on males. And I started thinking, who else do we want to know about things? You might say, hey, I want to have different ads that just run for people that would be our affiliates. It might be at a consulting firm. So once again, you can do all these different things. You can say, hey, I want somebody that's in uh, that says they're a consultant or that likes a certain page or likes a certain, you type in things and things just pop up or you search in their demographics. It's very impressive. Some more notes from Justin were, what do people share a lot? You would ask that if you're trying to think and come up with more t-shirts that you want to sell from sayings to pictures. Go out there and search on Pinterest. What's popular? What photos? Fluffy white dogs. What do people like for hobbies? What I really liked also learning was, let me see if I see this right here. I'm going to turn the page too quick. He said how easy it is. I think in his webinar, he says, within 90 minutes, you can have a t-shirt company up and running and be selling t-shirts. And I will find that. There's two sites he mentioned that were really good for the the sites for getting your t-shirt company set up would be threadmeup.com and then have a WordPress site with the Shopify plugin that can link over to ThreadMeUp, I believe. If you go to threadmeup.com, you can see how you can pick a shirt, type in some text or upload an image, and have your shirts available right then and there. A lot of the people at this mastermind were getting excited about, oh, well, you make, like, make something like $10 a t-shirt when you sell these things online and they fulfill it. You don't have to touch them. What became more apparent to me was, okay, that seems great and fine and fun. And, okay, produce, get somebody to draw 10 t-shirts and pay them 25 bucks a drawing or create simple text. But the big thing, once again, is then you need to actually go out there and market it and advertise it. That's where Facebook tied back in with the t-shirts was running ads to the right people that would then buy t-shirts. He did not mention if you advertise to 25 to 30 year olds or what age range was best. Maybe for each different t-shirt, there's different ranges. I bet you could go to Instagram if you're taking pictures of cats and find somebody that has a following that has pictures of cats and offer to give them a free t-shirt if they will post up that you have t-shirts for sale or something. You can probably go out there and hustle a little bit extra, do some different connections to get those sold. For me, I was thinking, oh, for my other podcast... And from my farm, I want to produce T-shirts. I had some printed up for the farm. I think the long sleeve ones were like close to 30 bucks or something when you only ordered four of them. Well, I realized with this, I can compare this option of having people be able to buy my shirts or even for me to order them through this as compared to going out there and paying somebody. I forget who the, oh, Vistaprint or something, I think is where I ordered some of these T-shirts. Maybe I went to the wrong place and it ripped off. But now I'm like, oh. This is, might be the easiest way for you to try to monetize something. If people like your podcast, your website, your blog, you can go set this up at threadmeup.com. You don't even have to tie it into your website, but then you're not building your own brand. If you do tie it into your website, you're building your brand. And you can offer your shirts for sale. And it's, if you make 10 bucks a shirt because you set the price, you make 10 bucks a shirt. So I thought that was very interesting, not only t-shirts, but also how you can tie that in with Facebook ads and how these people are still saying Facebook ads are so good.
A couple more tidbits here on shirts. They recommended a 1200 by 1200 pixel square for your images. They said customized t-shirts. You can upload the, that 1200 by 1200. Once again, get your ideas from Instagram, Pinterest, what's popular out there. They said also people will copy your t-shirt if it's really good. They will copy it pixel for pixel, and there's not much you can do about it. But still, something very interesting to know that within, he said, 90 minutes, you can be set up and selling t-shirts online. And believe me, at threadmeup.com, you can go in there and upload an image or add text and see the pricing, and I guess you could put it for sale. If you want to research other people that have shirts, you can look at the letter T and SPY.com. And he also, once again, recommended Pinterest. So that were that was two of the different people that spoke at that business builder. Another guy, Sean, and I don't have his page right here, he also covered marketing and Facebook. So what I'm hearing between these guys and reading Gary Vaynerchuk's new book is for the next year or two, so 2016, 2017, Facebook advertising is still going to return some of the best results ROI that you can get. And I'll come back to, say, also Shailene Johnson. She uses this hugely for her business, for selling products online as well as her conference. And if you do it right, she said it's like printing money. You put in a dollar, you get out $2 in sales. So something you should probably check out, you may be using Google, at Google, you may not be, check these different things out and test them. And as most of these people have said, start really small. Do a $5 ad. Oh, that's something else Shailene had said. She said she never will boost one of her posts on Facebook. So boosting a post, once you set up a company page and you post something, they'll say, hey, you want to boost this? And I actually have boosted two of my autocross talk uh, posts. But what I realized, though, is if you do that, you need to still treat it like an ad where you go in there and say, I only want to show it to, let's say, males that are into autocross or males and females that like autocross or auto racing. Whatever your target market is, make sure you do that. I get her point is just advertise. You could take the same photo from a post and make an ad out of it and run it for five bucks. So I think I will try that in the future instead of doing a boosting a post for five bucks, which only lasts for one day. So I think they kind of get you there at that entry level little five dollar price. They probably make more money because they do it for one day instead of an ad for five bucks may actually reach more people. But you might just use Facebook for five bucks here and there to help your page be found more, help your podcast be found more. There are several book suggestions here that I took notes from, and I've bought and been reading some of these. Cole Hatter, who puts on the Thrive in Las Vegas conference, which is where I got to first hear of Ty Lopez and such. Great conference, lots of great people from Gary Vaynerchuk, Ty Lopez, the list goes on and on. So Cole recommended at the Business Builder for Ty this book called Persuasion Skills, Black Book. It's a black and yellow small book. It's by R-I-N-T-U is the first name, B-A-S-U, Rintu Basu. Very small book, but he credits it with something that it helps him learn how to speak to people in a way to help them, I guess, agree or be better at sales, being having people more open. A tip I can tell you out of that to implement is if someone says something to you and you respond with, I agree, that sets their mind in the right mindset frame that they may actually pay attention to what else you say even if what you say is exactly opposite of what they just said that's one small tip that stuck with me i've not quite finished the book it's pretty small but i've been taking my time with it also he recommended spin selling 
by Neil Rackman, I believe. I have not bought that one, I don't think. I don't think that's sitting on my Kindle or my Kindle app on my iPhone. Another book that I am reading is The Advertising Effect, How to Change Behavior by Adam Ferreira, F-E-R-R-E-R, and Jennifer Fleming. This is a longer book, much longer book. So I'm maybe 30% through that one, whereas I'm 60% through the Persuasion Skills book. In this realm, what I'm trying to do is, as Shailene Johnson would say, stick to a season. If you're trying to figure out how to do marketing on Facebook, well, really focus on that and try not to be so distracted with other things. That hits home with me. I still do lots of random little things, but I'm really, really trying to focus in on, hey, we're running Facebook ads. We need to learn how to do this properly for myself, for other people, for coaching or marketing help with other people with this. So much so that I was like, yeah, she's right. I should really focus in on this. So I went to iTunes and said, hey, I just searched for Facebook advertising and found podcast after podcast talking about advertising online with Facebook as well as LinkedIn, which to me, once you learn one of these, you can apply a lot of the same ads on the other one. You target the people you want to target on both platforms. So we plan to do that. And what else can I tell you? Oh, I was up till 2 a.m. today recording a video of myself, kind of pushing myself beyond my normal, I guess, comfort zone to make a Facebook video ad that is now, I'm so happy to say, after quite a few hours of working on it and editing it, is actually live. So it's simply another experiment, as Ty Lopez says, experiment, experiment, experiment. A lot of these people, once again, said 5 and $10 ads. Run those. Experiment. So I set up three different, I set the video up with three different, I guess, text lays around it. Right now, I'm only pushing out to men that are partners in a company or own their own small company. And it's more of an educational thing. When it comes to Facebook ads, what I keep hearing over and over with everything I'm hearing is you're going there to share information. Because realize people on Facebook, they're there to kind of catch up with things and learn things about usually their friends. So since we're business to business, I think it's going to take more education, more reaching out to people and saying, hey, do you want to know more about this or why? My tactic I took was why small businesses are using remote desktop hosting or hosting their desktops in the cloud. There's advantages. And let me talk to you for four or five minutes and tell you some of these advantages, reasons you might consider doing this. So that's my tack there. I also hope to run an ad, which I recorded at least the audio and video portion of saying, hey, would you like to sign up for a free webinar? Where if I can get people every week or every other week that come in and say, hey, yes, I've got questions. Show me how this really works. Maybe that's how Facebook would work for a business to business. Much more education, much more high touch, touch over and over again, give value. Not, hey, this is what we have. Come to our website and buy it. People have said that works for some things. Let's say t-shirts once again. You show them the image, they like the t-shirt, they're going to buy it. So that's something I'm really in. I'm in the season of learning the marketing stuff here. These books I just told you about really apply. Copywriting type things is really apply to the text around your ad, to the words you use. And I'm not an expert at all, but at least it's in my mind now as I go, oh yeah, I need to read over this again. Or what would I change here? How could I say this? Something like, oh, I hope you agree that there are many benefits. And I found myself asking the questions on the video, why would people do this? Or can you see how this is much more redundant, let's say, or you get so much better performance? So ask the questions you want them to start thinking about and envisioning. Something else I've got to bring up is when it comes to marketing, and we've got a post on yourbusinesspodcast.com, 
is something I heard in one of the Facebook podcasts called the Boron Letters. To read, I think there's 25 of them. It's a really famous marketer who wrote letters to his son who was like 16 years old, teaching him everything he knew, or at least a lot of what he knew. There's so many letters beyond these chapters. I think I only linked to 5 through 25 about direct mail marketing. And what's crazy is you might go, oh, that's so old school. Well, it's still used today, and everything you learn from that can be used online. From attention, says you got to get their attention, you got to keep them interested. He's got all these different notes in there for even how to address envelopes, how to address return envelopes. And what hit me was, in reality, if you actually have envelopes going out still, that's something different. It's not just an ad on Facebook. You might actually pay attention to it, especially if it's handwritten. And let me go ahead and tout that I've been learning a lot by listening to these podcasts and getting ideas from Rick Mulberry's, oh no, Rick Mulready's podcast, The Art of Paid Traffic. I forget if he has 60 or 70 episodes now. I bet I've gone through at least half of them. Just learning and learning and learning what's going on here. What other thoughts can I have? He has people from LinkedIn, although he has his own Facebook class. He also brings in other Facebook people that have their own classes and offerings. It's just great to get those ideas go, oh, what else should I try? A quick little tip, if you're thinking about doing LinkedIn, they said that's more of an advanced platform. And the lady he interviewed for that was like, never, ever, 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 ever advertise on the right-hand side text. Always do a sponsored post. So our sponsored content, I forget what she called it. So even though my partner was like, hey, let's get that ad going on LinkedIn again. I was like, no, 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 I think we're doing that all wrong. Like we didn't have any traction on that. Wait, 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 let's get this Facebook figured out. We can even take the script from the video here, tweak it a little bit, and put it over there as a sponsored post. Let's say and run it. I'm probably using the wrong terminology because I'm so into Facebook right now. So think that there are so many good things out there. Maybe you need to take a season approach to these things. So I talked about the Boron Letters as well. Read those free. They're free online. You can come to yourbusinesspodcast.com, and I have them all linked right there. I hope to come back through and add notes for each one what I took from that. Facebook Live and Snapchat. These are things that I keep hearing from both Shailene Johnson and Ty Lopez how important they are right now because anything that's new you should jump on. So I even talked to a lady today that was she wanted to get back her own small business going. I'm like, you've got to get some videos. I can help you. I can come over with my light set up. I can bring my camera, my mics, and get these things going. Plus, I'm like, Facebook Live. I've only done one for the farm and two or three here personal ones. I would like to do more as Ty Lopez does teaching. Here I am. I've got a mic set up on me. You can see me. You have a whiteboard behind me or something, and I'm talking and giving you some of these tips and thoughts. Maybe that I just learned from somebody else. As Shailene Johnson says, the best way to know you learned something is take it and teach it to somebody else. And that's what I realized all these people do. They admit it. They didn't, they didn't come up with all these ideas. They, they're taking ideas transforming them, finding out what works for them, and sharing that out. Very much like what I'm doing. I've kind of realized I might just be a very good aggregator because I'm listening to so many things. I have accomplished so much free time or time that I'm directing where I want to direct it that I bring in lots of stuff. So I have lots of ideas I can share with people, which is kind of a good reason I can podcast and should podcast more. And that's Facebook Live. So you can get on there right now when you click on post as you're going to type something in. Down the bottom, there's a little symbol with little half circles around it. You click that, it's going to say live broadcast. And you can 
give it a little title like I am going to show you the blizzard. And you hit record and you start talking. You either show yourself or you show what's around you. If you will follow uh, Ty Lopez on Snapchat, you will see how he's doing this. I don't know if he's putting in about so 10 second clips, 4, 5, 10, 20 minutes worth throughout the day. He swears or he believes, and swear, he believes that these social media platforms are going to replace TV. Not that TV's going to die today, but that it's going this route. You want real life? You want to really see the Kardashians? Well, probably follow on Snapchat. You can follow me. I'm pressing myself to do this. Probably for the experience, for the practice. Not sure where it'll lead me, but it's getting out of my comfort zone. I like Ty's thought here, and I haven't figured out how to make this work in my life. But he said social media should enhance your life. It definitely enhances his life because it brings people in. They learn something, and some percentage will buy something from him for more knowledge, for more education. So challenge yourself to think, oh, why would I do this? How could I do this? If nothing else at first, do it just for the practice. No one's probably following you. No one's probably going to see it on Snapchat at last for one day. What you're basically doing is posting this to your story, your storyline where you can add one after the other after the other. So you'll see him walking through his house, giving a 10-second clip, interviewing somebody for 10 seconds, and moving on. You can do that. Facebook Live, just put something up there. Say, hey, guys, I'm checking this out today, and my yard looks great, or I just learned this today. The great thing about this, why it's so important right now is Facebook wants to own video. More than Periscope, more than YouTube, they want to put them to bed and run this. So when you record these things, it shows up at the top of people's news feeds. I just saw Michael O'Neill, who was out, I guess, at the, some conference afterwards having dinner with some other people that are podcasters and other things like that. And he was doing a live broadcast. So I actually saw it pop up and said, it's live. It's been live for one minute. So I clicked on it and watched some and put a little comment in there from what I heard. So challenge yourself. Go out there. I dare you to go ahead and take the step of broadcasting. Do it for a minute, for five minutes. Shailene Johnson on her podcast has some great tips about what you're doing with this. She goes, have some notes to think I want to introduce myself, teach something, say a few good things, and leave a call to action. If you can dare come with a call to action, like, hey, follow me. Hey, give me your thoughts on this. Hey, go out and take some positive action today. Do that. But you might just go out there and check on people and say, hey, here I am at home and just want to say hi to everybody. And here's my dog or here's my cat. By the way, people love watching videos of dogs and cats, so that might be your end to your social media world. I don't know. Let me see if there's anything else. So I want to review these books. We did that. The Advertising Effect. Persuasion Skills Black Book. I'm reading those. I haven't been reading Spin Selling yet. What other good books? Oh, I just finished Gary Vaynerchuk's latest book. I'm now looking at the other books. I'm getting confused here, which I thought was good as well. I'm also going to go back and buy his Just Crush It book, his Crush It book, whatever that's called, I guess, Crush It. Hearing him recently on James Altucher's podcast, which I guess he was on there maybe a month or two ago, but I listened to that episode. And he re referenced Crush It again. I was like, man, there's some things in there I want to read. Just to, I think they're timeless. I think in all these books you can pick something timeless. Ty Lopez is very good about reading these books very quickly and grabbing snippets out. Something positive. Is, is learning something positive or learning something you can implement or tie to some other thought later on worth 5 or 10 bucks? I say by far it is. Plus I think it's a great habit. We just got a new internet set up here so I can actually play games. I don't play games much. Actually, I don't play games at all. I'm like, oh, instead of doing that, I'd much rather read. 
bring us a new knowledge you can share with somebody, share with yourself, help yourself in business, help your company if you work for somebody else. So that's going to be the wrap-up here for Ty Lopez's group. I will try to take some more notes this next weekend. I'm headed out to Cole Hatter's Mastermind that is going to be in California. I feel like I should have a second home in California because this will be the fourth or fifth trip, I swear. Usually I get out there for racing, but I've missed the last one, and this weekend I will be there instead of racing. It's crazy. I'm sorry if you're an autocrosser that I would dare do that. Just did not work out easily. I thought, I was like, oh, I could skip that. Although then Cole said, hey, you can speak here. I'm like, oh, great. That's good. Okay. I could skip that and go racing and then get a flight out to go out of the country. Just, I knew it was insane. So I made sure I didn't make that happen. So action for you guys. Oh, something else since we haven't released this yet, but we were supposed to a long time ago. I'll leave this little plug here. If you would like a free copy of the book Mass or Mindset by Carol Dweck, one of my favorite books. I bought 100 copies of that. And I'm giving those things away. So if you will leave a show review in iTunes, I'd super appreciate it. And then just drop us an email on the website through the Contact Us page and or just kinchrendell at gmail.com saying, hey, I left a review and I'd like a mindset, mindset book. I will get a copy of that off to you. I appreciate it also if you just review the show in general. And if you send me information Say, hey, I like this, I don't like that, you should hang it up, you shouldn't hang it up, or I need help with something. I love to hear that somebody needs some help, and if I think I can help you, I'm going to try to reach out to you and do that. I forget who I sent the last book to, but I've sent several books out to people. It's something from James Altucher and Ty Lopez that I really picked up on, and now I've been reading at least a book a week, I'd say, for seven or eight months, I think, and something I plan to keep doing, as well as just keep keep myself focused on positive websites, spending very, very little time on things that are negative. I, I, I've i realized so much of the negative stuff just gets you caught up there just because your brain is wired to pay attention to negative things that you think might be a threat, but they have never really helped me. So moving on. Okay, I will quit rambling here. This is Kentrendell with Your Business Podcast signing out. Hopefully you found some good notes here and something you can implement. Remember, you got to take the action. You got to take little experiments. Just put some action. Try something today. Try something tomorrow. Try something the next day. And as Gary Vee would say, just hustle. I'm up now at, what, 10.26 p.m. And even though I only slept five, five and a half hours last night, I was pumped to come down and get some more recording done and check some stats and Facebook, see what's going on there. Hope you enjoyed it.